Did you know that within you is the most powerful force that has ever existed? The challenge is that we have forgotten who we really are. My mission is to awaken you to understand that what you believe on a subconscious level creates everything in your life and in the world. Energy, thoughts, feelings, patterns, all of it is created by our beliefs and our experiences can be positive or negative. Life doesn't just happen to or for you, it happens from you. Join me on the journey to discover what the eternal truth is within you that sets you free at the deepest level possible. It all starts now. Hello and welcome to the Truth Method Podcast. This week we're going to talk about what is faith the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. What does this even mean? The substance stands for the creative power that shapes matter. We don't blindly hope in anything. Our hope is placed in the very power that holds all things together. It doesn't need someone to believe in it to be true. It simply is. The energy and light at the center of all things is creation. As Neville Goddard said so eloquently, faith is the reality of that which you assume. This brings me to the law of assumption, which dictates everything that happens in the world. All of your experiences come from your assumptions. To become successful at manifesting means to become successful at creating and managing your assumptions. Once you know what you desire and assume that it is yours, there is no stopping you. It is the conviction of that which you see in your mental picture and feel within all of your five senses through the gift of your beautiful imagination that shapes reality. If you persist In imagining that which you desire, using all of your five senses, it eventually forms into the third dimensional world. That is when you begin to manifest what you desire. You know, faith isn't begging or pleading for the universe or God to do something. We are not beggars. We are children of creation, a very fractal piece of universal spirit and worthy of all that's good. I used to think I wasn't worthy of anything good. I believed that and had to remove that belief and get the truth. The ego tries to convince us that we don't deserve something or it's too hard. It's not possible. All things are possible when they can be envisioned and the belief forms in your subconscious to create that which you desire. Many inventors have been told over the ages that certain things weren't possible. Thank goodness that we, you know, have electricity and we have all of the conveniences of today and that they didn't give up just because someone wasn't, you know, negative about it. If the inspiration rises in you, inspire to rise within your spirit, there is divine intelligence to it. Let that guide you. The practice of truth trains you to allow the guidance and step into the higher intelligence while eliminating the false beliefs that cause limitation or suffering. The key is to persist in the mental imaging while adding all of the five senses to it. That is when spiritual law steps in. 
If we are hoping something will work, but assuming it won't, we have entered into what is called unstable thinking. Your subconscious doesn't even know what to do with that. It's like wanting two things at once, and it creates confusion. This is why so many of us do not realize our dreams until we know better and understand the law of assumption. The evidence of things hoped for in the opening statement means that the thing that you have faith in creating has actually happened. This isn't a game about trying to believe through the ego. That is attempting to create through willpower, and it doesn't work. Sure, our willpower helps move us in a direction to carry forth a plan, but it is not the subconscious realm in you, which is totally creating based on what you believe. I've seen blind faith in religious or spiritual practices, which resulted in the person becoming disillusioned because nothing worked or it only works sometimes. This comes from a lack of understanding in universal law and accessing the truth about what you believe. You can attempt to create something, but with a belief that is in direct opposite of it, the creation won't manifest. If what we assume is what dictates everything that happens in the world, think of how many times we have assumed the worst. I used to say, I assume the worst and hope for the best. This came from working in a negotiations department at GE and learning more about statistics, risk, and probabilities. How could we lower the risk? I was always looking at the worst case scenarios when considering a deal. But because I have discovered universal law, I now do this in a different way. If I have a desire to do a deal in real estate, which is what I do, or in business, I now see and feel a deal done and done successfully. I might not even know exactly what the deal looks like. It may be me reaching for the next deal and manifesting that to come into my existence. How would it feel to have an end result occur in a positive way where everyone was winning, we've all made money, with the knowing that I operated at a genius level in the deal? I move into what a successful investor looks like. This feeling embodies me, and then I ask for the next deal to come in. Ask and it is given. Guidance takes over at this point because I believe once I ask, it is so, and I move as guided. Sure, when I get a deal in front of me, I look at the risk. I'll run the numbers, make sure things are good. It would be foolish not to, but I'm not assuming the worst. I am simply looking at the risk. If it's not within my risk parameters, next deal. It's a no-go. I've done the most important work first, though, and that was Inward, the inward work in the silence, creating the thing that I desire. And from that work, I am guided to the right deals by infinite intelligence, divine timing, and way. You may hear this and go, I don't believe it. That's not going to happen. How else does creation work? I would ask that. I would ask you to question this and test it. I have faith in the law of assumption that it is working on my behalf. It is consistent and always true. Here's another truth about faith. Check this out. If you have faith 
as big as the grain of a mustard seed, which is really, really small. You can speak to a mountain and the mountain will move. I used to read this and go, what the hell are they talking about? What is the mountain? It is your current problem or challenge. This is a metaphor for spiritual development, growth, and manifestation, working through a current situation, creating a new one. So dissecting this in a metaphysical way, this saying comes from the Bible. For me, the Bible isn't as much of a historical document as it is an allegory of the soul's journey in growth and evolution. After years of research, I begin to realize that the roadmap of this mystical journey for the soul's evolution derived from many teachings in various cultures all around the world, and it's thousands of years old. It seems to hold within it a very ancient wisdom of creation, and it is powerful when understood. I honestly have to admit and confess, I used to think it was stupid. I would read certain things, and I would think, okay, that's a violent God. This is, you know, the God of the Old Testament, the God of the New Testament, or different God. I don't understand this. I can't participate in eternal torture. This is really, I didn't understand it. But when we look at it from an allegorical standpoint, it does begin to make sense. When you consider the writing to be allegories, you can look for the deeper meaning and how it can change your life. Throughout this podcast, we will explore other teachings from various religions or ancient writings, especially when they are in agreement with mind science and science itself. Truth is creation, and science is the study of creation. I do explore and discuss this more in the Truth Method app, but for now, let's consider another universal law. To experience actualization of your creative desires, having faith that it will be so, it is imperative that our beliefs are aligned with those desires. If you have unbelief or doubt, it won't be so. The law of belief states that you do not necessarily believe what you see, but you see what you have already decided to believe. In other words, your beliefs control your realities. If you believe the world is a bad place, angry, mean place, you will experience that. If you believe other people are stupid, they will be stupid in your presence. If you believe everyone is divine and beautiful, they will start to show up in more divine and beautiful ways. If you believe that you are going to be used, you will be used. If you believe no one has the right to use you, You won't be used, and you'll follow the guidance to keep from being used. This is how it works. But what is faith like a mustard seed? Some believe this is even just a little bit of faith, and that's enough. But I've discovered that this is an error. Through the study of metaphysics and by receiving the truth within my being, infinite intelligence and guidance handles the truth and channels it through you, I discovered that faith is stepping into the state of already being the thing you desire. It is literally a state of being. Understanding universal law to the point that you trust it implicitly and know that it will be so every single time true. And knowing that doubt is a dream killer. It is your worst enemy and fear is right next to it. I then reference the law of mind. 
The law of mind is that feelings and ideas attach themselves in thought so as to form systems. So now this is really important. What are you feeling? Many times we'll have a feeling rise up and it's not in alignment with what we want to believe. So we'll push it back and go, no, I don't believe that. But that's that's a little bit in error because of a lack of understanding. If a feeling is rising up, it is originating from a belief deep within your subconscious. So even in your mind, if you wish to not believe this negative thing, it is still there, buried deep within your soul. This is why the truth is so important. And here's an example of that. The thing about the law of mind is that we can't always remember the feeling and ideas that created something that we experience. I just had something happen to me, and I'm going to share it with you. I've got a new car. I got it, I think, in February. And so I've only had it a few months. And I'm driving from an appointment, a real estate appointment. And this rock, I see this thing flying towards me and it hits my windshield and it makes a little starburst. It's very small. Now I've could have gotten really pissed off at this, you know, and said, damn it, why did this happen? But I didn't. There was nothing in me that got triggered to get pissed off. And so I didn't want to give my creative energy to being mad. I turned to truth while driving. I actually kind of giggled. I was like, okay. What do I believe that allowed this? Because if I'm going to follow universal law, then what I believe is what I get. I have to ask that for everything. And that's one of the hardest things for us to transition to doing because we like to think that things are happening to us or for us, but they're actually happening from us. This is the hardest thing to wrap our minds around. I will repeat it and we'll repeat it until you experience it because it's going to allow you to step into a higher level of your power. My belief that came up, okay, was nothing is perfect. Ah, there it was. <laughs> you know, I I realized there was not a ding on my car, so something had to happen to make it just a little not perfect. I believe this at a subconscious level and had to place that tiny defect in my windshield. Okay, what is the truth? As I become one in my consciousness with the the driving power of creation, I can shift all things toward perfection. Now, this is not the perfection of the ego trying to be perfect, the need to be perfect, beating yourself up for not being perfect. That's bullshit. Okay, but this is the perfection of creation. Creation is always pulling us back to the divine pattern, our divine identity. If we're sick, it it desires to pull us back to health. If we ask for truth about what we believe, our body will remember what health looks like. And we can begin to step in and embody health. And we can convince ourselves that we are healthy, feeling it fully, being it fully, and experiencing it within our beautiful imagination, which is the gateway into the outer world. The imagination communicates with the subconscious and then through thought wave transmission projects out into the world to form all of our experiences. This is how it works. 
And so with our ideal and ideas creating something, we can't always remember it. So let's go straight to the truth because there's no way that I would have been able to tell you I had the belief of nothing can be perfect by a rock hitting my cart. There's no way, but I got truth on it. And the truth said, be perfect as I am perfect by revising everything through the eyes of truth. What that means is another example. If I see a friend without a job, do I feel sorry for them and pity them and talk to them for hours about how they've looked for a job? One may say that's being a good friend. I don't do that because I'm not going to feed their current construct of not having a job. I desire for them to get a job. Therefore, I won't say anything, but I love you. And if you need anything, let me know. And then at that point, I'll go into the silence and see them having a job, happy, making more money than they could have ever imagined. That is what is important. What about getting an answer to a problem that has persisted forever and you feel blocked? Okay, see perfectly and see the answer coming to you and rest in that, knowing that it will. If I have not trained myself in truth, I would not know to ask for the truth. And I would still have this belief, you know, floating around in my subconscious, creating different things in the future that would be slight annoyances. The belief didn't feel really strong but it was still there and it created the pebble. I can tell you that since I've started practicing truth, my life has expanded and I'm experiencing less of the shit show. So faith in a mustard seed is the opposite of just a little faith. It is full faith in universal laws and truth itself, which are just as important as the law of relativity and electricity. We know that the laws of nature are consistent and reliable. So are universal laws that govern the growth and expansion of your soul. A mustard seed is fully committed to being a mustard seed. It isn't looking over at an apple seed thinking about that or should it be that. It's consumed and convinced that it will be a mustard tree. And even though it is very tiny, this huge, beautiful tree will come from it. It is embodying and fully occupying the desire to be a mustard tree, just like we move into embodying and desiring and seeing what we desire as if it already has happened. Practicing this by imagining will help move the new creation into reality, but there's a temptation that we have to look out for, and it is our ego, which I like to call Chi-Chi. I name the ego an animal so I can envision it in my imagination. While this seems silly, it's a very cool trick for bypassing my lower mind and going into the higher mind. And so what will happen? There's a temptation to look for evidence too soon, and then doubt sets in. Doubt will try to make you stop before something can be realized. That little voice in your head will say, see, this didn't work or that didn't work. Give it a bit of time. As your faith increases in your understanding and universal law, and as you connect to the truth, this beautiful divine presence within you, and you get to know the truth and trust the truth, 
Your time it takes to manifest something will decrease. Give yourself a break and understand universal law is not the problem. We are the only ones that have to change. And as we awaken, we learn to operate at a higher level of who we are and our creative power. You don't get mad at a one-year-old for falling down when they learn to walk. So don't get mad at yourself for practicing this. If something doesn't work for me right away, I know there's something I believe that blocked it. I go back to truth. I ask what I believe was the truth. Then I go back into envisioning. The mustard seed represents the example for the desire. Fully become the desire of your heart until you don't question it anymore. Your assumption is that it will be so. You wish to be successful? Step into the full feeling of being successful and adopt the beliefs that support your success. This won't work is not a belief that supports your success. So pay attention to the thoughts that randomly go through your mind as you are planning your business or planning your success. They are indicators of what you believe. This requires that you identify the beliefs that do not support your goals and get truth on them. The simple practice of truth is asking, what do I believe and what is the truth? The answers will come to you as this is how I was healed from stage four cancer. It took some time, but it worked. Go to the Truth Method app to access all membership levels to see if you would like to go forward faster with this practice. It goes deeper, but this is the baseline of the two questions. We move to five, but this is two. The journey is not an overnight one and actually becomes the way you show up and process everything in the world. Out of the ego and into the truth, your consciousness rises. And don't fall for the trick of pretending. The ego will repeat itself and try to create in the head. That doesn't work and only causes you to lose faith. See, I know it wouldn't work, right? You have to fully know and feel it is going to work. It's those moments in your life when you know beyond a shadow of a doubt something. This is when you know you have successfully created it. The laws of nature are all in you. Your whole system operates per these laws. And when we bring conscious awareness into play, we begin to shape our world, realizing the creative power and how things work behind the scenes. We don't practice blind faith or begging. We practice universal law and truth through experiential knowledge that rises within us. And we begin to trust the truth as we unwind from all false beliefs that are not for our soul's evolution. This is the goal. Our faith is in the eternal divinity that holds all things together, unchanging and powerful. And please, once again, no begging. We don't have to say, please do this. Please do that. See it done. You were made in the image of the creator. If you feel the need, let that be feedback for you that you aren't there and need to imagine again. If you feel the need to beg. So when I feel the need to beg the divine for something, I turn back into the silence. I get the truth I need to remove the doubt or the belief that is blocking the manifestation of what I desire. And remember, when desires for the good of all, the power of the whole universe has your back. 
I want to share something very quickly and then we'll wrap this up. My aunt had a massive heart attack years ago and she used the power of imagining and Qigong to heal herself. But Qigong simply is recognizing and pulling in the power that is your birthright. The power within the world, the power within you, and literally imagining, envisioning the heart healed. There was a part of her heart, I think it was like 40% or so, that had died. And the doctor was like, "You will, it, it's dead. You will never get it back. Today, she has all of her heart back except for 5%. This is awesome, and it's how the body can heal itself. But, you know, she said something very interesting to me. She said, once I did the practice and I healed, it was hard to keep doing it. That's because there's no need to keep doing it after you've done it and it has manifested. So when the creation goes out into the third dimensional realm and it starts to fully manifest and it is taking shape, the need to do it, to visualize, goes away. And this is where we have faith and we know faith is in what is unchanging and true, universal law and truth. See the end result with your imagination so clearly. You're doing it until it feels solid in your being and it feels real. Once you sense the release, then you know it will be so. It is going forth into creation. You will not have a need to keep doing it. You are a powerful being, and I am just here to remind you of who you are. Thanks for listening to the Truth Method Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review, and share with your friends. And if you haven't already, subscribe to get notifications for new episodes. Check out my YouTube channel where you have access to podcasts and other videos. I welcome your feedback, and we are always here for you. Reach out to me directly through truthmethod.com and thank you for listening.